Hello Sagittarius, welcome to Embodied Astrology. This is your month ahead audio horoscope for Taurus season, April 19th through May 20th. My name is Renee. I am a somatic movement educator, an embodied intuitive, and astrologer. I'm going to do my best to speak to the archetypal energy of Sagittarius in this horoscope. Please remember that horoscopes are general readings. There is a lot more nuance available um, when you get a chart reading with your natal chart. So for now, take what works and leave the rest. Make the meaning that is most meaningful for you. I always recommend that people check out their horoscopes for their sun and rising signs. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. If you happened to listen to your horoscope last month in Aries season, I was talking about your creative, generative energy. And I think I mentioned that at the end of Aries season, something becomes cohesive. <laughs> you get to some kind of decision. You understand something about your desire for self-expression, some way that you want to be creating or, um, yeah, expressing yourself in the world. And as we move into Taurus season, it feels like you are getting serious about this. You are wanting to put something into a different kind of form. And you may be hard at work trying to figure out a lot of different moving pieces that have to do with whatever it is that you are doing. So Taurus season feels like a time, first of all, when you're really busy. <laughs> and not all Sagittarians, but certainly a lot of you are going to be pretty busy. There's a lot of stuff going on for you this season. And one of your main challenges is maintaining focus and attention throughout this time and defining for yourself what your priorities are for the energy that you are putting your attention towards. I can't stress enough how uh, helpful it will be for you to have any kind of mindfulness or meditation practice surrounding this time. I think you're busy, so I don't know how much time you have, but even two to five minutes a couple of times a day where you pay attention to how it feels to breathe and what it feels like inside your body can help you clarify your direction and needs and help you stay focused and on task with whatever it is that you need to do. I also want to say that there's a necessity for you right now to prioritize and to attend to what is most important for the long term first. So right now, if there are a lot of details swimming around and some of them are not so important and some of them will be important like this week, but they're not that important next month, you have to decide for yourself what really needs your attention now. And right now it feels to me like you want to be investing your time and attention in your long game and taking the time to build things so that they support you in the long term. There are probably a lot of you that are trying to figure out how to change your job or how to do something different at work. 
Now I've been talking about this potential for the last couple of years in your charts and definitely this year that takes on a new kind of urgency. There are lots of different reasons, right, and motivations that people have to change their work. So whatever it is or may be for you, I definitely want to encourage you to take your time to not make rash decisions right now, but also to move consistently, steadily, and with determination towards whatever it is that you're trying to do. In the first 10 days of Taurus season, from April 19th through May 3rd, there is a considerable amount of um, tension and energy kind of ricocheting between your mental landscape and your task list, your chore list, and whatever energy is coming in for you around jobs or responsibilities. It may not be a job that you get paid for, but things that you have to do. During this time, you may be having a lot of ideas as well about how you can innovate, how you can update. You may be finding yourself feeling a lot of kinetic energy in your body. If you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling frustrated, if you're feeling like, oh my God, there's so much going on. Um, these like many moments of mindfulness throughout your day can help, but also giving yourself energetic release, like shaking your body or having a little mini dance party or if no one else is home, you know, just screaming your head off and making weird sounds or something like that can be super relieving for you at this time. Um, you want to give yourself energetic release so that you can get these new ideas because there's a lot of them coming in. And it feels like you have ideas about how you want to do things and why you want to do things. And there are also potentially new opportunities coming your way. You might be thinking about how to fund something. You might be uh, getting opportunities to resource something or to build it in a new way. So you want to make sure that your energy is clear and receptive and you can be present with whatever is coming in. Now I do want to pause here for a moment and talk about your health, your wellness, your well-being. Wellness is a word that's a buzzword these days. It's everywhere. For me, when I say wellness or when I say well-being, I am referring to holistic, global wellness and well-being. I mean your wellness on your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and psychic, as well as your relational levels. And I acknowledge that personal wellness doesn't exist, you know, if there's not a, a kind of greater wellness around the person uh, completely. So we can practice all the, all the self-care practices for ourselves, and certainly it will help, but we live in a world that has so much toxicity and not wellness, um, and it's, it affects us, it affects all of us. So something uh, about your chart right now is really speaking to this kind of sense of holistic wellness. And my feeling is that you want and have been working to design your life in a way that supports your total well-being. And again, your total well-being is reliant to some extent on the well-being of your relations and your environment. And so it may be that you are trying to build your life or build work in the world that supports the well-being of the environment or others because you know that this supports 
your well-being as well. There's a lot of ideas, as I was mentioning. There is a lot of information that can be coming to you at this time. I think that you're brilliant. <laughs> I think that you know and that you're clear around what it is that you need to take care of yourself. And I'm not entirely convinced from the look of your chart that you are following your own advice. Follow your own advice. If you know that, you know, if, if, if you're like, okay, everybody needs to rest, you know, like, like I've been following the nap ministry on Instagram and they're telling me that, that I need to rest and allowing myself to rest is an act of, you know, political resistance or something like that. But then you're just out there hustling all day. What are you doing? You know, you, you want to follow your own advice right now. So there's something in your chart for me that is about embodying what you know, putting something into practice that has up to this point been a theory. This can definitely have to do with your health and with your well-being. If you are wanting to shift your health right now, if there's something that you're wanting to um, promote or prevent, now is an amazing time to do it. You have a lot of mental fortitude, you have a lot of discipline, you have discernment, bring it into action. Now is an amazing time to bring it into action. And I will say that the new moon on May, uh, let's see, when is that? May 11th, we've got a new moon in Taurus. If you want to work with the lunar cycles, this could be an awesome moment for you to really just make that intention, make that ritual for whatever it is that you are calling in for your health and your well-being on a personal, relational, and global level, and then to really commit to the practice, whatever they are. You just get on it. You don't let up. You know, that is your practice. I also want to say that your body is your guide. A lot of people say this. A lot of people believe this. I say it all the time. I believe it all the time. I don't always practice it. It's really hard to let our bodies be our guides when we live in a world that is so profoundly disembodied. Your body is your guide. If you are unsure of what you need in any given moment, if you are feeling overwhelmed, if things are feeling too stressful, if you don't really know what to do next, if your body has a bunch of needs, tune in. If you're experiencing discomfort or dis-ease in your body, tune in to your symptoms. Don't tune in from your brain. Don't tune in uh, trying to figure things out and fix them. Tune in as you would with a friend, as you would with a tiny baby. Tune in with the energy that's there. Ask your body what it wants to tell you. Ask your body to tell you its story. Holding yourself, bringing your hands to any places of injury or illness, breathing into those spaces, offering compassion, offering to listen. These are amazing tools. There can be so much that is revealed. And a lot of times what is revealed is not super linear. It can be slow. It can be a little abstract. But space gets opened up. And the more that you practice bodily trust with yourself, the more that you can trust the choices that you're making and the more you become a trustworthy person in the world. 
I also want to say that when it comes to anything that you're doing with your work or with your jobs, your body can help you. And many of you might actually be doing something in the world that has a lot to do with embodiment right now. I don't know you, I don't know what it is that you're doing, but any way that you are incorporating embodiment and somatic wisdom into the work that you are doing, it's helping you. If you want it, it's there for you. There are so many techniques, there are so many tools, there are so many different approaches to embodiment. Bring it in. Find some way to work with it. It will help you in the work that you do. Now I want to pause here and just kind of explain what I mean a little bit because just like wellness, embodiment is also a buzzword right now. And when I'm asking you to listen to your body, it it is specific for me what I'm asking you to do. And it's different from an approach to um, the body that is kind of disembodied, that is very like socially supported. So here's an example, okay? Um, You're wanting to focus on your wellness. And so you're gonna go to CrossFit five days a week and drink these smoothies every morning. Meanwhile, the smoothies give you stomach aches and CrossFit uh, is making your knees hurt. But you're committed to this path of like health and body and so this is the thing that you're gonna do and you're gonna stick it out. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. (laughs) That is not at all what I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you to tune in with your body and to let it guide you. And so in the morning when you wake up, ask your belly, ask your stomach, the organ itself, what would be good right now? And really try and listen from your body. Not from your cravings, not from your anxiety, not from your ideas about what you should eat. But listen from your body and imagine different foods and see which ones your body says yes to. And when you imagine exercising or moving your body, ask your body how it feels about what you're thinking about doing. Does your body want to engage this way? And if it's experiencing pain, again, tune in with the pain and ask your body, what would help you right now? And if your body says, stop deadlifting 200 pounds and then jumping on a trampoline, I want you to like massage me and roll around in the grass, do it. There's something about Sagittarius energy, and I'm not only talking about Sagittarius sun or rising people. Everybody has Sagittarius in their chart. I personally have a lot of Sagittarius placements. I feel pretty familiar with this energy. There's something about Sagittarius energy that is like really convinced, and it it wants to be convinced, right? It's a truth-seeking sign. And when Sagittarius finds the thing that it thinks is right, it is dead set on whatever that thing is. As a Sagittarius identified person, think back in your life to a couple of times when you thought that you were like really right about something and then later got to some other kind of perspective and you went, oh shit, I wasn't right. You know, I wasn't totally right. Like I missed something. That feeling of rightness is uh, 
kind of like a red flag for you these days. Now, it as a Sagittarian, you know, it's also your superpower. It's like, it's, it's, it's part of your, it's like your rocket fuel, right? It's like, yes, like I'm going to find, I'm going to find something I can believe in, or I believe in something and it's driving me. But when you get into a place where it's like you're dead set on something, or it's like, well, this is the way, and this is the only way or something like that. That's a, that's a red flag. Because right now your chart opens up when there's adaptability and curiosity and new options, variety. You don't want to be in the same thing all the time. You want to be trying new things and trying new ways of being. So when you listen to yourself and when you're trying to listen to your body, one thing you might come up with is that there are ways of being that your body wants that you've never experienced before. And if something isn't feeling totally right to you or you're wanting something but you don't know how to get there, it may uh, require you to be experimental and to try things for a while and to not get set on there being one right way. Okay, so these are some major themes for Taurus season. Um, I want to give another little highlight to the jobs stuff. Um, for those of you who are, who are working right now to shift the way that you're working, you're shifting your job or you're doing something different within your, within your work or something like that, this is a long game that you're in. Uh, all the change that you're working for isn't going to happen now. It's not going to happen all this year. You have another couple of years that you are working to reform and refine whatever it is that you're doing. And I'll say that this is true about your health and your well-being as well. It's important and helpful for you right now to continue to check in with your values and to make a practice around cultivating deep and authentic self-love. Um, I find that, that cultivating deep and authentic self-love, uh, a lot of it kind of revolves around forgiving myself for being a human being, for having needs, for having feelings, um, and also holding myself accountable to the kind of person that I want to be and not hating myself when I'm not that person, but consistently working towards it, like having a kind of courageousness to see where I'm not actually, you know, behaving in the way that I want to or making the kinds of choices or having the kinds of thoughts that I wish I was having. And then continuing to work towards it and forgiving myself, right, for, for, for not being able to do it all the time. So something's coming up for me in this as I'm tuning in. And it's just a feeling of Checking in with your values, you know, and whatever it is that you feel are your guiding principles and values in your life, this is what you want to be investing in. And this is what you want to be putting time, energy, and attention towards with yourself in your um, practice of living and functionality and also in the world. There are lots of opportunities for you these days in failure. <laughs> it's, a, it's kind of a weird phrase that you don't hear all the time, right? Like tons of opportunities and failure. If you ever went to art school though, or if you've spent time making art, you know that. It's like the creative process is totally a process of failing and then being like, whoa, look at what happened that I didn't mean to happen. 
that's kind of a feeling that I have for you right now where it's like you have to try things and this is part of the sentiment that I was speaking towards earlier where you don't actually want to know the truth right now. There isn't a single truth. <laughs> There's not a singular truth for you or for anybody. You want to try things. You want to fuck with things. You want to let them fail. You want to see how they, they turn out when they didn't turn the way that you wanted. And if things are feeling like failures right now, or if things are feeling like, oh my God, they're just taking so much work, tune in with your values. What do you really care about? And when you can center yourself with what you really care about, and when you can cultivate this kind of practice of deep self-love, then the failures are opportunities. And you recognize, you know, when there's a failure, you go, oh my gosh, thank you so much, right? Like I failed and it showed me where there was something that was misaligned and now I'm going to do it better the next time. Or I failed and it opened up this totally new opportunity that I didn't even know that I had. Because you're available, right? If you're tuning in with your values and if you're tuning in with your deep self-love, you're available for those lessons. As we get into May, mid-May, June, and July, a lot of new relationship energy starts to come into your chart. There may be new relationships that come in, new people or people uh, in, in like new configurations for you that are opening up new ways of being. This sentiment that I was talking about, the need for you to be curious and open-minded is really important when you're coming into contact with other people because you are growing in your relationships right now and you want to grow in your relationships. There is a, a little word of caution here as we're moving into a Mercury retrograde cycle that um, begins on May 15th with the shadow period. Mercury will station direct on May 30th and I'll tell you more about that next month. But from May 15th forward, I do wanna say that it is important for you to be mindful in your contacts with your one-on-one -on -one dynamics, with the words that you're sharing, the agreements that you're making, the assumptions that you're making. For any of you who are considering signing contracts or making important deals or negotiations at this time, please give yourself a lot of time and try and work in a process that allows you to come back later, right? And reconfigure if needed. There's definitely the potential that you don't have all the information that you need or the information that you need is not yet available. Um, and that could be true for you or for anyone that you are collaborating with or coming into contact with. This may also be an important period of learning and growth for you in your relationships and especially in your communication. You've got a lot of opportunity right now to refine and finesse and mature your communication. Whether you're communicating in the spoken, the written, the virtual, the texted, um, you're working it and you need to work it. You need to level up your game when it comes to communication. Even those of you that are listening that are like master communicators, Pulitzer Prize winners, or something like that. I don't know if you listen to this podcast, even you, even you want to take it to the next level. Um, let's see, the last thing that I want to say 
is that also beginning in mid-May, we get a little bit of a preview of some energy that is going to be important next year in 2022. It's one of the dominant energies of 2022. From May 13th until July 29th, Jupiter will enter the sign Pisces. Uh, it'll make an ingress only to about two degrees, the very early degrees of Pisces before it retrogrades back into Aquarius. This is important for all of us because it's a significant transit of one of the social planets. It's really important for you because Jupiter is the ruler of Sagittarius. So when it moves into Pisces, it is making a 90 degree square aspects to your sign. And this presents big growth opportunities as well as challenges uh, coming into your life. I get the sense that there is something happening for you on the home front. You may be thinking about expanding your home, moving somewhere new. You may want to do something really wacky like travel and be nomadic for a while. You may be considering expanding your family. There may be uh, changes that are happening in your family, your family of origin or around your home. I don't know what it is, but it feels like new energy coming into your home and coming into your kind of innermost private and deeply foundational spaces. So if you think of home as a metaphor, not the actual structure, um, but a feeling, a feeling of having somewhere to belong, where you are at home, this is also applicable to this kind of energy um, inspiration comes with Jupiter, potential for growth, opportunities for learning, and benefic generosity come with this planetary influence. Because this is your sign ruler, this conveys that there is an opportunity for you right now to uh, increase your personal power. And you increase your personal power when you invest in creativity, when you become a better listener, when you cultivate curiosity and compassion and a sense of magic, and when you're generous. Generosity. Abundance grows in conditions of generosity. All right, my friend, I am going to leave it there. I hope any or all of that is interesting and helpful for you. If you want more astrology with me, check out your 2021 year ahead report. I have those reports for all 12 signs. They're hour and a half long readings that include the major themes, opportunities, challenges, and suggestions for working with them in 2021. You can find those readings at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. You can also find information on my extended content subscription from my website. That subscription is a donation-based subscription, and with it you get access to my extended content, to my month-ahead calendars and my twice-monthly Zoom meetups where we work with the astrology of the current month and we work with your charts. If you are on Instagram, follow me at Embodied Astrology where I post regular astro updates and content. If you enjoy this work, please share it with your friends, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And of course, if you feel called, leave a tip. They're always so appreciated. I'm wishing you all the best in Taurus season and beyond. Bye for now.